guys, Derek here from Bomb Socks, and welcome to the Bomb Bites podcast. Hey, if you're new to Bomb Bites, it's a service from our company, Bomb Socks, to help be a resource to use. You're studying along with the Come Follow Me curriculum for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hope you enjoy today's episode. So we're going to finish up this week with the ever so popular and not the happiest of books called Lamentations. Now, the context of this, this is Jeremiah, and he is seeing what is going on with the kingdom of Judah and seeing all of the difficulties they're going through. For example, you look at like the chapter one chapter heading, Jeremiah laments the miserable condition of Jerusalem. Jerusalem herself complains of her deep sorrow. So you can see it's not a happy book. Chapter 2, Misery, Sorrow, and Desolation Prevail in Jerusalem. So you get the vibe of this book. Um, There's a cool little thing with this, though. It's actually Hebrew poetry. It's very similar to the Psalms in the sense that if you go to chapter 1, you see 22 verses. If you go to chapter 2, you see 22 verses. If you go to chapter 4, you see 22 verses. If you go to chapter 5, you see 22 verses. If you remember the acrostic nature of the way the Psalms are set up with some of them, where you've got each letter of the Hebrew alphabet going all the way through in in kind of, like I said, that acrostic nature. You go to chapter 3. Now, chapter 3 is, I I guess if you could call it the highlight of Lamentations, this is where you see some some of the cool stuff in here. It's 66 verses, so it actually goes through the Hebrew alphabet three times on this. Now, this chapter, again, you look at the chapter heading here, Jeremiah speaking for Judah, laments the calamity, but trusts in the Lord and prays for deliverance. So you can see the difference there. Yes, there is difficulty, but there is hope here. Now, if you go through about the first 18 verses or so, you see a lot of calamity and you see a lot of difficulties. But then you get into a small group of verses. It's about verse 19 down to verse 32. It's funny, I have nothing marked in the entire book of Lamentations except for these verses. So if you go down to verse 19, it says, remember, mine affliction and my misery, the wormwood and the gall. Now, wormwood is an interesting thing. I looked it up. It is a woody shrub with a bitter aromatic taste used as an ingredient in vermouth and absinthe and in medicine. It is also a state or source of bitterness or grief. So he's describing his trials like wormwood. Then you go to gall. Gall, look at some of the synonyms here. Acrimony, resentment, rancor, sourness. Uh, You've got bitterness, bile, venom, vitriol, malevolence, uh, animosity, hostility, enmity, bad blood. So you've got some interesting things there of what our trials could be to us. And oftentimes when we're going through the trials, that's what we feel about these trials, this difficulty right there. But you go to verse number 20, my soul hath them still in remembrance and is humbled in me, meaning I'm remembering my trials, how difficult this is. This I recall to my mind, therefore have I hope. Now that's interesting because when you and I go through trials, our first thoughts are not, sweet, I'm going to have hope from this. It's actually, we have difficult times with this. Whenever we are hopeful about our trials, it's usually long after they are gone, right? But I love this perspective here as you're going through them. Maybe you can have some hope through this. Then you've got some great verses from about 22 down to 32. Look at some of these. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. What a great statement. I love verse 23. They are new every morning. 
Great is thy faithfulness. I'll come back to that in a second. The Lord is my portion, saith my soul. Therefore will I hope in him. The Lord is good unto them that wait for him, to the soul that seeketh him. Verse 26, it is good that a man should hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. Again, you can see the whole turning of this whole vibe of this chapter. Verse 27 is kind of cool too. It is good for a man that he bear the yoke in his youth. One of the cool things it does here, if you click on the word youth, it takes you to Alma 37, verse 35, where it talks about learning in thy youth, learning wisdom in thy youth to keep the commandments of God. Uh, You go down to verse number 31, for the Lord will not cast off forever. And then I love verse 32, but though he cause grief, yet will he have compassion according to the multitude of his mercies. You're noticing a running theme there about the mercies of the Lord. I love when Nephi brings this up in 1 Nephi chapter 1. You go here uh, to where it has verse 20 at the very end of that chapter. Again, 1 Nephi chapter 1 is probably the most often read chapter in scripture, right? But you go down to verse 20 where Nephi says, I will show unto you that the tender mercies of the Lord are over all those whom he hath chosen according to their faith. And so in my own scriptures, I have written down, so look for them. If Nephi is going to show unto me the tender mercies, then I'm going to look for them. Now, as you're going through these, I am reminded of Elder Bednar's, I I think it was his second conference uh, talk that he gave as an apostle, and it was called the tender mercies of the Lord. And one of the earliest quote unquote Mormon messages that was given was, was uh, brought up with this. So go ahead and watch this and we'll come back and finish up. Since last October, I have reflected repeatedly upon the phrase, the tender mercies of the Lord. To my mind came this verse from the Book of Mormon. But behold, I, Nephi, will show unto you that the tender mercies of the Lord are over all those whom he hath chosen because of their faith to make them mighty, even unto the power of deliverance. The Lord's tender mercies are the very personal and individualized blessings, strength, protection, assurances, guidance, loving kindnesses, consolation, support, and spiritual gifts which we receive from and because of and through the Lord Jesus Christ. Recall how the Savior instructed His apostles that he would not leave them comfortless. Not only would he send another comforter, even the Holy Ghost, but the Savior said that he would come to them. Let me suggest that one of the ways whereby the Savior comes to each of us is through his abundant and tender mercies. For instance, as you and I face challenges and tests in our lives, The gift of faith and an appropriate sense of personal confidence that reaches beyond our own capacity are two examples of the tender mercies of the Lord. Repentance and forgiveness of sins and peace of conscience are examples of the tender mercies of the Lord. And the persistence and the fortitude that enable us to press forward with cheerfulness through physical limitations and spiritual difficulties are examples of the tender mercies of the Lord. The Lord's tender mercies do not occur randomly or merely by coincidence. Faithfulness and obedience enable us to receive these important gifts 
and frequently, the Lord's timing helps us to recognize them. We should not underestimate or overlook the power of the Lord's tender mercies. The simpleness, the sweetness, and the constancy of the tender mercies of the Lord will do much to fortify and protect us. When words cannot provide the solace we need or express the joy we feel, when it is simply futile to attempt to explain that which is unexplainable, when logic and reason cannot yield adequate understanding, and when it seems that perhaps we are so totally alone, truly we are blessed by the tender mercies of the Lord and made mighty even unto the power of deliverance. I testify that the tender mercies of the Lord are available to all of us and that the Redeemer of Israel is eager to bestow such gifts upon us. Truly, the Lord is good to all, and His tender mercies are over all His works. I love that. If we are looking for the tender mercies, they will be new to us every morning. I remember teaching with a fellow teacher years ago, and he invited his students to every day write down tender mercies of the Lord as they saw them. And as you count your many blessings and name them one by one, it will surprise you what the Lord has done. In the midst of all of the lamentations, the mourning and the difficulties, you can find that hope. And I think that's a great message for us. And I think it's a great message from the book of Lamentations. In a book that is normally not the happiest book, what a nice message for you and I to be able to finish this week off with. If you'd like to check out our video that goes with today's podcast, you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook by simply searching Bomb Socks. That's B-O-M-S-O-C-K-S. And be sure to check out our amazingly comfortable gospel-themed socks at bombsocks.com. Thanks for listening, and hope you'll join us again for more episodes of Bomb Bites. Godspeed, and have a great day.